This is SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network, leading the way. This episode of The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by Bluehost. It is a fantastic hosting provider for your blog or website and very affordable. Just $6.95 per month and sometimes even cheaper. Go check it out at sqpn.com slash bluehost. And by the Amazon store. Click on the link on our website before you shop at Amazon and your purchase will help support our show. This is The Secrets of Star Wars, episode number 14. everyone and welcome back to a new episode of the secrets of star wars the show that is entirely dedicated to the upcoming star wars movies currently in production all over the world rumors say that they've been filming in iceland we know for sure that they've been filming in abu dhabi and now they are filming in london pinewood studios and up until this moment, we've only seen glimpses and we were already so elated when we saw that video with J.J. Abrams on the set in Abu Dhabi of what looked like a marketplace on Tatooine. But little did we know that only a few days later, the world would get surprised by an amazing number of equally amazing photos uh, posted on the website of TMZ or TMZ for all you Canadians that are listening to this show, and um, showing us uh, a detailed f- close-ups from extras, about uh, photos from set pieces, uh, big creatures. Um, it- it's just unbelievable. And if that wasn't enough, just yesterday, the day before we recorded this show, we got an- another batch of Star Wars photos, um, this time not from Abu Dhabi, from the desert, but from what looks like the inside of Pinewood Studios. And probably these photos, these secret spy photos, um, are from an earlier date than the ones that we saw from uh, Abu Dhabi, because you see the same the same creature, but it's still under construction in those photos. But there is something else in these photos, and of course you know what the big, big, big reveal was. Um, But we are... We're getting to that. But first... I want to introduce you to two co-hosts because this is so important that we figured we need we need we need more Jedi to to tackle this. We need more Force, <laughs> and uh, so we uh, welcome, of course, uh, the usual co-host of this show, Dom Bettinelli. Good morning, Dom. Good morning, Father. So glad you were able to uh, to join us today, despite the fact that yesterday you 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 figured you'd, you'd be in a whole different place. Yeah, I thought my. Uh... Uh, situation would be different today. I have some uh, obligations that hold yes. me back, but today I'm I'm also. You're you're skyping out a little bit. Perhaps you can de- uh, disconnect and and reconnect here for a second. Uh, but of course, you you were planning on going to Tashi stations to pick up some power converters. But fortunately, that got resolved, and so we we're, we're really happy that you're able to make it. But also joining us today is a second co-host, and this is a dear friend of mine. Um, and the both of us have a a common Star Wars related pa- uh, past. And I am introducing you today to Mike Spellacy. Good morning, Mike. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. And on which planet are you today? Uh, I'm on the planet of uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. 
And Mike, just like me, has been part of the Force.net uh, gang, and um, I, I, we we weren't part of the Force.net, uh, which is one of the biggest Star Wars fan sites in the world. Uh, we, we were both involved in in, in the staff of that. Um, we weren't uh, members of the Force.net concurrently, but sequentially, right? Right, exactly. I, I started in uh, 2001, and I left a couple of years ago. Very well. And so we are... Um, um, uh, oops. oops. There's some strange force phenomenon uh, going on at your end, uh, Dom. Why, why don't I just uh, um, set up the call again and see if that works? Sometimes Skype is is suffering, um, uh, has some, some technical problems. That's what you get with this uh, old-fashioned technology. All right, let's see. Dom is back without an echo this time, and I'm calling Mike Spellacy, Pennsylvania, and uh, waiting for him to pick up. The Sith are trying to prevent us from talking about this. Uh... I know, I know. <laughs> well, what is your take, Dom, uh, when it comes to these spy photos? Is this Are these really spy photos, or is this part of a, a very well-thought-out um, uh publicity campaign to get us excited well, i've been thinking about this and i really i do think that they probably are spy photos in the sense of uh, tmz they're all about getting in and getting you know uh stuff that nobody else can see and breaking uh you know uh ndas and and taking pictures of things that they're not supposed to take pictures of um and as this as this production ramps up, we had talked about this actually early on when we first started uh this podcast how this would be different from uh, you know, a dozen, 14, 15 years ago with the, with the prequels in that this is the era of uh, cell, you know, camera phones, internet everywhere. It's gonna, it, it was going to be so hard for them to lock it down, the production down, as much as they, as they did in the past. And frankly, I'm surprised it's been as locked down as it has been until now. But now they're ramping up production. They've got hundreds of cast members and crew uh, you know, people, for, you know, you get the, the caterers, you get electricians, you got everybody wandering around. They've all got cell phones. And unless they're, you know, confiscating phones before mm-hmm. you get into these, into the sets or whatever. But, you know, obviously someone is getting in and taking pictures. And, you know, and they're probably running 24 hours a day to, to build sets and get things ready. So I'm not surprised. Uh, and I, I do think that I think they probably are actually spy photos. Just, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think. If if they were trying to leak information, how it would be different? I think it, I just feel like some of these are just like especially the Abu Dhabi ones. They feel like ones from like an extra on the set. Yes, yes. The ones in, in London, they may not be, but I, I don't know. I just I feel like it's probably. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to put aside my conspiracy theory hat and just say they're probably just spy photos. What do you think, Mike? Uh, are these are these photos hurting? Um, Lucasfilm or Disney or J.J. Abrams? Uh, based on the fan reactions that I've seen um, on the net uh, the past couple of days, uh, I'd say no. I, I think, if anything, uh, fans are getting uh, even more excited, especially uh, when you're looking at um, you know practical sets and, and not green screens. You know, it, it just builds on the momentum of uh, you know of that, and you know, kind of. Uh, uh, you know, it, it harkens back to our childhoods and, and uh, you know, we get even more excited. Uh, 
you know, about seeing, you know, this tangible stuff, you know, that that uh, is going to be on the screen. That's, uh, a, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. The tangible stuff. Most of the excitement that I've read online is about the fact that this is all, like, they're using real props. They're using real animatronics or not even animatronics. It's just, like, big puppets with five people in them and it's all physical. And it, it, it gives so much more reality to um, at least what we see from Tatooine. Uh, compared to uh, all the green screen stuff that we saw in the prequels, right? Totally, and and you know, and like you know, I think J.J. Abrams, you know, realizes or understands the importance of of going practical and not you know going all CGI. And you yeah. know, it, it's like everything; it's about balance. You know, there's yes. no reason why you can't, you know. Uh, disregard um, the uh, skill sets and, uh, you know, things that have come before computers, you know, it, it's just it's about using those things and, and, and just, you know, balancing it well with CGI. And from what I'm seeing so far, it looks to be uh, maybe we could have a really good Star Wars film on our hands. <laughs> and that's exactly the kind of buzz that you want to have at this stage, because right. it's still more than a year before we will actually get to see these movies. And so the more positive vibe, the more confidence they, they manage to gather in this stage, uh, the more it will support the rest of the, of the whole production schedule. And so it's, it's um, the, one of the reasons that I thought that perhaps these photos might not have been orchestrated by um, Lucasfilm or, or, or Disney or J.J. Abrams, uh, but, but might still be condoned, is that a lot of the extras that you see in the photos, especially the ones from Abu Dhabi, um, the extras seem to be very relaxed and they don't seem to be uh, at all bothered by the fact that people are taking photos of them. Whereas you, you would think that if, if everything is locked down and you've got this Apple-like um, uh, uh, NDA uh, uh, stuff where, where you'll, you'll get cut out of the movie digitally erased if, if you leak anything, you, you'd think that one of these extras would alert security if that would happen. And the fact that they're all smiling there and seemingly being very relaxed, you know what? I think if, if, they, if they wanted to prevent this from happening, you wouldn't have the, these kind of photos. But that's just my take. Another reason is the way in which TMZ is, has been promoting these photos. Um, and they did that with uh, not just posting them on their website, but they even created a video in which they kind of boast uh, about the fact that they have these photos. And I just want to play the audio of this video, of the first part of this video, to just give you a, a gist of, of how TMZ is using this to promote their, their brand. Star Wars, pictures from Star Wars of Episode 7. Let's look at them now. Spoiler alert, but maybe not because we don't really know the context of the picture since the movie doesn't come out for over a year. Okay, someone tell us more. We got some super secret pictures from the set of Star Wars Episode 7 in Abu Dhabi, and it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's getting all tattooini up in here, which is a lot different than tattooed weenies. But yes, there's crazy creatures, far out ships, relaxing actors, and even space smoke. Who's excited? It gets me so excited. It gets me excited too. Awesome. A lot of people are into this. This is a big deal. Yeah, these movies could be sci-fi classics like the old trilogy. Or they could be horrible cinematic abortions like the new trilogy. 
Anyway, um, I apologize to my co-host because they weren't able to hear this video. There's a, another little gremlin, I think, in my in my setup here. But anyway, <laughs> TMZ has this this very upbeat. Um, uh, kind of almost a bit juvenile video and they film the people uh, of the staff of TMZ and they're all standing there and saying, hey dude we have some photos from episode 7 and it, it, everything looks very staged and and constructed almost as if this is all part of a big kind of publici publicity stunt it doesn't feel like um it, it, I don't know it's just it's, it, it, it seems a little bit too perfect for <laughs> for for this to happen I haven't seen the video, Father, but uh, if it's anything, uh, if it's what I think it is, they actually have a reality show uh -huh. uh, where they have like this, where they have, I, I've only caught glimpses of it because I'm not. Oh, okay. About TMZ or. About TMZ. And so they kind of stand around the newsroom and kind of. Oh, that might be it. Right, then. right. That might be it. News. Uh, so that's probably what it is. But uh, um, I think, I think it's, it's probably genuine scripted reaction. <laughs> okay, yeah, definitely. It looks like genuinely scripted. Uh, the acting is definitely worse than what I hope we will we'll get to see in uh, in episode seven. Let's go to these photos and and talk about them because that's of course why every, why everybody is is listening to us. Uh, we want to go through. Uh, let's first go start with the batch from Abu Dhabi and and just uh, talk about these photos uh, in the sequence in the order the chronology during uh, in which they were released to uh, to the public. Now. Um, I was surprised because we're, we're talking about like 40 photos. I would have been happy with just two photos, but we're getting this incredible amount of, uh, of pictures. Starting with, um, and now I clicked on the wrong button and I'm looking at some stupid stars of some whatever <laughs> what a mess. The first photo is, is immediately one of the most impressive ones. Because it shows us uh, this this huge creature, and um, it's uh, it, it, it's partially covered in a blue um, a tarp, a tarp or something like that. There is a crane behind it. Is it is this blue screen or is this just a protection tarp? I think it's probably protection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Three. Because for for blue screen it definitely looks a little bit too um, uh, too 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 much too, too many folds in it to work right. properly as a blue screen. Um, and it, it so what do you think this is? I've never seen a creature like that on Tatooine. I'm guessing uh, that this is going to be a creature that's going to be semi in the background, sort of like the the, the stormtroopers riding Bantha. It's it's not going to be a major portion of, uh, of of any scene, but it's just going to create the sense of uh, of uh, of the atmosphere. Yeah. Wow. You think so? It's it's really a, just a background thing, like the like the bantha that is standing next to the cantina in episode four, and just slightly moving the head. Yeah, or even uh, like a a pet, you know, sort of like the rancor was Jabba's pet. Mm or something you know that someone owns so it's there maybe it's sort of menacing or something I, I don't see any sort of saddle so I'm not guess, I'm guessing that it's not going to be ridden yeah per se. but uh, from the from the description on TMZ they talk about that this is something that five guys are inside operating yes <laughs> I, in the desert of Abu Dhabi uh, that thing better be air-conditioned <laughs> yeah definitely I was thinking the same thing <laughs> it's incredible um, it, it's huge uh, I, that that surprised me most and it looks as if it could walk around although I would be surprised if, if, if we, we actually see this thing moving although the 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 legs 
are are so big that you could fit an entire person in in each of those legs. So I don't know if if, if this thing is just just going to move around its head a little bit or whether we will actually see some movement. Um, uh, but 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 it does look um, fantastic. I have no other words for it. It's it's this is the kind of stuff that you hope to see because you, we always all had that fear of uh, please not too much CGI, just make it real. And and this huge creature <laughs> definitely it, does the job. It, it it definitely has that Star Wars feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like I, you know, I can believe by looking at it that this thing could, you know, exist, mm -hmm. you know, in that in, in that galaxy, you know. And, and as so. usual, what they did with creatures in the past in, in, in Star Wars was always taking um, design cues from various different animals. Even sound wise, they would do that and they would just mix all sorts of animal noises to create a, an entirely new, uh, new, new, new cry or whatever sound of the animal and and in in this case it seems like uh, it's the love baby of a crocodile uh, a pig and an elephant right <laughs> it has a rhinoceros type of feel yes. about it yeah. I'm, I'm curious uh, I'm, 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 I'm sure Ben Burt is, is going to be working on the uh, sound design for the new film uh, it'd be interesting to see what kind of uh, noises and, and things of that nature that he comes up with for it <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I'm the, so excited. The um uh the the, the, the our, our our first reaction or reflex is of course to focus on the center of the picture, but this is the secrets of Star Wars, so we're also going to go over all the details in the background and and talk about those. So so if you I don't I'm not sure if you can see this picture if you if you have it on your own computer. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the on the left of this giant um um Pig, how, how, how should we call this? This uh, pigo fant or <laughs> croco pig? <laughs> you see uh, some elements that are definitely also set pieces. Um, in the sand, there is this pole, which doesn't look like uh, one of those uh, uh, moisture evaporators, but more like an antenna or something like that. And then if you look closely, to the left of that crane, you see what to me looks exactly like one of the power generation generators that we saw on on Hoth. Right, a shield generator, perhaps, or a shield generator. Yeah, it does kind of resemble that. Yeah, some sort of generator. And and I'm thinking, why uh, why a shield generator? What what is it shielding? What is it protecting? Is, is <laughs> could this have anything to do with the rumored foot of an ATAT? And will we see a Tatooine equivalent of the Battle of Hoth, or mm. is this just a common piece of technology that you will find all over the universe? Or is it uh, Hoth under climate change? Oh. <laughs> Global warming on Hoth. <laughs> Interstellar warming. It's real. <laughs> Who knows? But it's 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 very cool to see that they use the same design again. These are this might just be background stuff, but it shows the attention to detail and to make sure that everything that we see evokes, even subconsciously, um, the the stuff that we've already seen in Star Wars. I have to say, I've pulled up an image of the shield generator from Hoth mm -hmm. uh, on on Google, and it looks it looks almost precisely the same. Uh, so yeah. I uh, I I think we're I think we're uh, onto that. Uh, that that's it's got to be some kind of generator, if not a shield generator. So it should, if it's a shield generator, it should um, 
shield, protect uh, a certain perimeter. Um, and, and later on, we'll talk about the other uh, photos that show us a part of a fence, which also um, seems to be there to keep people out. So, um, Or this, to keep things in. Or keep things <laughs> in. Yeah, what if this is a zoo, like yeah. uh, the Tatooine uh, local zoo? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, but... <laughs> well, think of the toy possibilities for Hasbro. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> 100,000 toys. Of... No, but I I think that it's more likely that this is just a, just one of those mysterious creatures on Tatooine, and it's kind of cool to 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 uh, get introduced to more um, uh, more of the animal world of Tatooine because, you know, of course, we, we expect to see the Banthas. And uh, what, what was the name of these creatures that the stormtroopers uh, rode? Dewbacks. Dewbacks, yeah. Um, this definitely seems to be in the same vein as those dewbacks, although mm-hmm. even, even bigger and even less flexible. All right, let's go to the second photo, which is uh, still another close-up of, the, of, of this uh, pigophant. Um, so this you can see the snout very clearly, its beak, the eyes, um, and uh, the in the background. And th- this is why this photo is so interesting. You see two things on the left. You see part of um, a building, an edifice that we see more clearly in in the other photos. Um, uh, some kind of a circular. Uh, marketplace or whatever it is, it's it's very it, 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 very reminiscent of um, of Jabba the Hutt's barge, sail barge, right? That's mm-hmm. right. I, I was thinking when I saw this photo that it was um, it, it it resembled a ship to me of some sort. That was my first impression, like that not a spaceship, but like a like the the sail barge, some kind of land yacht. Mm-hmm. Although when, as I look at the base of it, it seems to be. Pretty solidly sitting. So yes. this could also be the alien house mm-hmm. that was described in some of the spy reports. That's what I think. This mm. is definitely uh, so it looks alien, especially if you're you're not familiar with Star Wars. And and I'm not sure that the, the people who report it first from Abu Dhabi were were very familiar with the Star Wars uh, uh, world. Um, but this this looks more, much more like a concrete, like a building, and um, what covers it. Is is reminiscent of the of the barge because it's basically just cloth, you know. It's shielding um, the people inside from uh, from the sun, from the hot sun. So it, it kind of makes sense that it is uh, something you you would see um, everywhere in, on Tatooine. Um, and and you can also see that there are some openings uh, at the base of this of this building. Um, and um, it's, it's very hard to see if there any if there's anything inside. But I have a theory about what this building could be. But I'll I'll talk about that uh, when we get a clearer picture. Uh, but I, I first want to talk about the the object that you see on the right side of this creature. Um, that looks to me like an escape pod. That circular thing. It does look like that, doesn't it? There's even an opening in it. And it mm-hmm. and it looks like it crashed into the into the sand. Huh. That's definitely a, yeah. I was I was looking at this trying to figure out what it could be uh, if it wasn't just a bunch of junk that you know to make to make mm-hmm. the set dressing. But escape pod, yeah, it could definitely this this. It's almost like it's either two pieces or broken because yes. uh, the, there's a there's a circular part on the right. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be at an angle from the rest of it, at least from my point of view. There's a mm-hmm. boulder in front yeah. that 
crashed into or something. So that's what it looks like. Of course, it could just be an older escape pod that is just you know has has been disassembled from a, a spaceship uh, that went out of commission, and 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 so it might be part of the junk. There is another photo that shows the same object, and perhaps that will give us some more clues. So let's move on to the next photo. This is part of the set that we also saw in the video uh, with J.J. Abrams, uh, the the marketplace set. Um, but f- seen from a totally different angle, you see again a couple of extras in uh, this this Tatooine, these Tatooine robes, um, which look very hot, <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> but perhaps a very good way to shield yourself from the sun. And they're just uh, sitting in the shadow. This is clearly in between takes, um, and there is not much else in this photo. Uh, if if you see anything else. Um, that I might miss, and please let me know. But this this seems to be just a generic uh, picture of extras. I gotta ask a question here, though. Yeah. Does Tatooine have anything other than marketplaces? It seems that whenever we go back to Tatooine, bang, marketplace. <laughs> well, again, it's is, isn't it the vi- the visual vocabulary of uh, of Star Wars that Tatooine? <laughs> I'm just saying, is... this is thirty years after. Uh... I know, but it's it's Return of the Jedi. Don't we get space malls or something like that? I you think know? <laughs> I think this shows why Luke Skywalker was so frustrated because Tatooine is not part of this evolution in the universe. It's a backwards right. planet. Nothing ever happens. Uh, remember that even in the times of of Anakin Skywalker and his mom, the Tatooine basically looked exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> not much much had <laughs> changed. So, and you know what? It's thirty years, right? That's not much. We still no, have cars not. in the street that are 30 years old. And mm-hmm. yeah, they look a little bit outdated, but not that much. And especially in a in a universe where a lot of these planets are just basically recycling what they have and and I think even the the uh the moisture the evaporators or what are they called the the stuff that that uh, Uncle Owen was using on his farm that was already outdated, and Luke Skywalker was was complaining about it. You know, just get yourself some droids, and it would be so much more efficient. And it's like, no, right. why? It still works. <laughs> it's like people walking around with these old cell phones from twenty years ago. It's like, well, it still works. I can still make phone calls. <laughs> why should I have the iPhone six? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move over to the next photo. This is another photo of a of a market stand. Um, you can also see some uh, some of the more modern equipment for the film crews. Little blue tents, uh, very uh, similar to the stuff that we saw on uh, set pictures from um, the Phantom Menace when they were filming in uh, Tunisia. Some parts sitting there. This is clearly some kind of looks to me like almost a. a, a, a a, a technological market where you can buy all sorts of parts from spaceships and engines, and um, although there, there there seem to be some cages on the left in this in this particular uh, uh, market stall, so I'm I'm not sure if this is just uh, technical parts or uh, you know it might actually be a Tatooine farmers market, and instead of buying you know all sorts of green um, uh, what is it. Uh, 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 veggies and produce you just buy parts for your for your evaporators <laughs> <laughs> um let's see uh, th- then we have the photo of the big engine um that very reminiscent i, I think of the of the type of engines that we saw in the pot race uh, dom right yeah we would talked about that uh, when we saw this in the background of uh jj abrams video there uh, and you had said that it it, it reminded you of the pod Pod racer engine, and I say I, I'm looking at this, and this is definitely some kind of engine. I mean, it's it's big. It's mm-hmm. 
It's much bigger than the ones that were on Anakin's pod racer, but it's definitely got the the look of a multi-stage engine of some of some kind. And you have all of these extras sitting in the shade of this big engine. Yeah. Uh, now I'm looking at this this fellow with the sunglasses here in mm-hmm. the cut, and 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 my first my first question when I saw it was, is this John Boyega? And I'm thinking, well, no, because no, in no. shots, John Boyega is in his trailer. <laughs> Probably not standing out, uh, sitting among the extras, waiting, uh, waiting to take a have a spy photo shot of him. Yeah, but, but we uh, saw John Boyega with with a, a pair of sunglasses that were uh, a bit like that in that short Vine video that he made on the on the back of the camel. So I had that same reaction. Is it John Boyega? But but I I agree. It's 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 very unlikely um, because it's you know he's just there with all the extras and um it even seems to me that most of these extras now they have their heads uncovered but i wouldn't be surprised if if, if at least part of these extras will also get to wear these uh, latex uh, monster you know alien alien uh, masks oh, and the this, unlucky ones <laughs> yeah <laughs> in the heat <laughs> i i don't think we will see sunglasses like this in the movie let's put no. it that way now what do you think of that um uh Tend, I I'm not sure what I'm looking at on the right side of the picture. There is this um, framework, and there seems to be almost camouflage type of netting. Could this be part of the set, or is this something um, that's just there to prevent people taking pictures from the air? Or I don't know. It's, it's a it's, there's a strange ladder-like structure that it seems to be attached to, and underneath yeah. it is. Um, a vehicle uh, looks maybe probably a, a one of those yellow cranes. Yeah, um, something like that. So um, I'm guessing that it's it's probably just protective netting. Hmm. But protective against what? Well, it's not going to protect against sand, that's for sure, but, um, and not sunlight either, because it's it's. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I it, it, I'm not sure. I could speculate, but I just, there's not really enough there to, mm-hmm. to say sure. I guess the only thing that I was thinking is that perhaps it's used to cast shadows on the on the on the ground, so you won't actually see this thing. But it's just adding. If the sun shines, it adds texture to that's the lighting, and that's that's a way to uh, make it less uniform lighting. Because I, I assume that you're in the blazing sunlight all the time in Abu Dhabi, and it just creates a more interesting image. Uh, it, it does not look like something that could that is part of a set because the ladder-like thing looks a bit too modern. So I'm thinking it's just a, a probably something that has to do with the lighting of these outdoor sets. It's J.J. Uh, Abrams' secret uh, blue lens flare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what he used. <laughs> no, I don't think we'll see any lens flares. I think he's going to be too. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I wouldn't bet against Father. We might have to bet on that one. Mm. I, I think that's a signature of J.J. Abrams. If there is a lens flare, I think it's it's going to be a joke. You have to it's see at be on least purpose. one. You know? <laughs> at least yeah, one in the, in, the, in the movie. Perhaps yeah, in the explosion or, of whatever thing is attacked at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The next photo shows us another extra, uh, this time in the sand, carrying uh, very dark clothes. Um, he also has a, he's got this strange uh, square, I don't know what it is, a pouch or something? Or a... Um, it, it's a pouch. It, it, it reminded me a bit of of the, the the stuff on Darth Vader's costume. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it, look anything like Darth Vader, but uh, no. It might also be some type of credentials uh, that the uh, that they the extras would have to wear on set. Oh, you think it does, um, does look more like a prop to me, but that, that's possible too. 
I'm just imagining if I were, you know, running a production like this, I'd I'd want, you know, the, them to have maybe a, a picture of what their costume is supposed to look like and you know mm. who they are and what yeah, where right. they're supposed to be, and that would help me organize. But you know, I'm not a I'm not mm -hmm. a movie man. But I could imagine that sort of thing. But it could be part of the costume. I mean, it could be yeah. something that just looks like uh, uh, some type of you know. You know, uh, Star Wars iPhone of some sort. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Very interesting in the background, uh, on the left side of this uh, character, uh, uh, you see a couple of. At first, it looked like rocks, but it seems to me that this is equipment that is covered or a, a props or something. Yeah, not sure what it is. It's kind of hard to tell, but but the the. The sheets that are covering this stuff are in different colors. So you've got black and brown and, and white. It's a bit mysterious. I can't really tell what it is. Um, and then even further away in the distance, you see some lamps. Do you see that? There is this slight elevation of the desert floor, and then you've got two poles. And I think that that looks like stadium lamps that they would use for, for an outdoor um, football stadium. Maybe for nighttime shooting. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Um, so, or, or perhaps there's just a camp with the trailers there. But uh, it's interesting to see. I mean, the, the, those are big, big lights. I also notice in the sky above and to the right, it's very smoky. Yep. yep. So maybe uh, the remnants of pyrotechnics for a battle or some sort. Well, there is another photo that shows us a lot more smoke. So we'll, oh, we'll get great. to that. Let, let's move on to the next one. This is a, a great panoramic photo of that same... Uh, Huttese-like building, which is um, not circular, I think, but oval, and uh, you can you can tell that on the left side, this is part of probably part of the market set because yeah. you see at least one market stall on the left. Um, but there is much more in this picture. Very very intriguing. First of all, I wonder if this is truly the entire building or whether this might be um, enhanced later on. And the reason that I say this is that if you look closely on top of that building, above the uh, brown sheets that shield the upper floor from the sun, you see what looks like something that is made out of stone, but it, 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 could, it could very well be the base of uh, what is going to be a CGI tower or something that will extend the uh, length uh, of this of this building. That's what it looks like to me. Um, and then the uh, big pillars that surround this oval structure, and it seems to be like on the inside. It's almost like an open, like a marketplace. You, uh, in, in these European cities, you often have these medieval market uh, market halls, and they're very much like that. They're covered in cloth or, or uh, to shield the the farmers from the sun, but you can just walk in and out. So I'm thinking, could this be like a, I don't know, a Tatooine fish market? It, yeah, it's part of this marketplace. I think that's that's my my senses. This is this is a maybe a town or something. And I'm, I'm kind of modifying some of my my initial impressions as we as we speak here and look at this stuff. Mm -hmm. But you see, we see some of the same elements we saw before. We see the uh, the tents on the left, um, and uh, we'll get to some of the other elements I know. But on the mm -hmm. right, right behind the man, the the fellow standing there. It looks like that engine that we had seen in yes. a previous shot. Um, wide open spaces, are they going to perhaps fill in some of this with CGI structures or that sort of thing? Perhaps. 
But, and, uh, and more rocket-like structures on the right. You see those two things? It's very hard to tell. One, one is lying on the floor. It looks like a, almost like another pod or, or a small rocket. And then there's something standing there. And it's, uh, it almost looks like a Christmas tree in, in shape. Yes. And it's hard to tell what it is, but it definitely seems to be a mechanical thing or perhaps something that used to fly. And something very interesting that I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit, right outside the uh, this yes. what maybe calling now the the market center. Yeah, there is this object that seems to be a little bit out of place, um, and 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 not at first sight, at least not very Tatooine-like. And do you notice the the faint lines of this fence that right. surrounds the entire perimeter? Now we get a close-up of this of this uh, strange thing. Uh, but before that, the next photo shows us another view of this uh, circular building. And um, I don't know, if you look at that, Mike, is, do you th does, this, does this look like something that's still in use or is uh, – it, it looks a bit it, abandoned. It, it does – yeah. It, it looks like it was abandoned or was used at one point, but it just got overrun or, or taken over by – something or, or or some people mm -hmm. or whatever on on Tatooine but uh yeah well and look at all the debris way. outside there are parts of what looks what could have been part of an engine you see all sorts of things sticking out of the sand um it's a maybe Jawas live there <laughs> well that's what i was going to say i'm thinking this what we're looking at is actually a jawa settlement maybe yeah or, and, or like and an, an, perhaps an abandoned settlement because they're kind of nomadic too, just like the uh, well, uh, the Tuscan Raiders. They're always on the hunt for for uh, spare parts and stuff. But it's very possible. I mean, they need like you know a home base. <laughs> what I think is that this could very well be uh, a, a, an edifice or a building that was part of a, a hut uh, settlement or mm. a, perhaps even a hut um, castle. And uh, perhaps with the fall of of Jabba, uh, the huts um, had to had to uh, fly or whatever. They're not no longer there. And then this enclave has been taken over by um, either the Jawas or Sand People. Mm. That's another option because we don't see among the extras there are no Jawas, but we see a lot of other kind of nomadic extras walking around so I'm think and 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 the reason that I'm thinking of sand uh, sand people enclave is that um in st the game Star Wars uh, Knights of the Old Republic uh, the first of two fantastic Star Wars adventure games kind of classic or retro now by now but but still uh, very much they're not officially part of the canon but they might as well be because they've been developed in these early you know, years when when the, the, the expanded universe wasn't as big as it is now, um, and uh, there is at one point uh, a, a Sand People enclave uh, or enclave which exact has the same kind of circular form, and there is also like a building in the middle with uh, with the same kind of um, sheets covering the 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 thing from the from the sun. I don't know. It's but the fact that we see so many market uh, stalls and, and, and debris, I'm thinking, what if this used to be a, a, a big Hutties building, but it's now just used as a, as a marketplace? So, it's again, it's kind of this used universe where the structures that you see might have had another use in the past. They w just won't tell us. It's just uh, to, to enrich, you know, add layers, historic layers to, uh, to the set pieces.
Yes, yeah, some of the um, some of the uh, if you look on the left of the photo, there's like a canopy or something. You know, there's the canopy surrounding the top of the structure. It it, it almost looks you know, hut-like or, or yes. something you would find on, like, a, a sail barge. Exactly, yeah. yeah it's got, it's got yeah. those f- almost fins or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it seems to be a little bit too big as a set piece to just function as a thing in the backdrop, in the background. So I, I – and on the inside, you can see more detail, more set pieces. So I wouldn't be surprised if we actually get to go inside in the movie. So this might just be one of the places where we will find some of our main characters, you know. Um, just a, this could just be a place where, you know, a marketplace is 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 a good place where you meet other people, um, and and so yeah, why not? Perhaps uh, uh, in 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 my theory about how the story could could go, we might see people coming from elsewhere landing on the planet. R two D two C three PO perhaps, and and they somehow have to bump into the the other characters that we're going to see in this story, and this looks like a, a, a great place. The next photo is um, is very cool because it has another prop in the foreground. It's got a dude in a, <laughs> a brown costume with what looks like a cup of water. It must be so hot there, and he is standing in front of um, some kind of a speeder. Uh, I'm this and I think this looks kind of like a scale model. Uh, mm-hmm. It's I don't think it's quite human size. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe two thirds or three quarters of of, of full size, but uh, yeah, it's it very much uh, it's it's it kind of reminds me a lot like the Y wing, but it doesn't have the whole structure to it. Yeah, it's got that that visual vocabulary of of, of Star Wars, um, and uh, and yeah, I think it's. It's probably uh, uh, some type of land speeder. It's very rusty, very run down. I actually think it's not really a scale model. I think um, the little what looks like a cockpit is is probably just a base of where where there used to be a window. And I think you just sit in it, and and it's just another another type of of um, of land speeder. And another reason why I think that is that it is uh, clearly. Uh, uh, put there, and it's standing on on these rods, these these uh, metal rods, which are not part of the of the set piece. So I'm I wouldn't be surprised if if this thing is supposed to hover in the movie, and they will just remove those you know metal rods on which it's currently standing. And again, this, it's so run down and so old and rusty that it could very well be part of a you know a secondhand car market. You know, mm-hmm. this might just be the equivalent of uh, your local car dealer. Yeah, heroes jump into it uh, and take off with it as part of some type of chase, perhaps. I perhaps. Mean, that's entirely possible. How cool would it be if we would see the old uh, land speeder from Luke Skywalker sitting there? <laughs> yeah. Because he sold it, right? <laughs> so yeah, that's, perhaps it's yeah. still around. <laughs> Finding his old, you know, 67 Mustang that he sold when he was a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back during a midlife crisis to to buy it again. And it's like there it is. I'm going to, to buy it for my son. <laughs> but but uh, we heard reports again, rumors about a, a, a several smaller vehicles, speeder like vehicles that were actually able to uh, to to move around. So yeah, a chase. Why not with old vintage speeders? I'd like it. 
The next I, photo. Say, uh, go ahead, uh, Mike. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say I like the way it looks. Um, it's, it's got a very retro feel um, yeah. about it. Uh, and I was also uh, noting um, it. If you zoom in on the picture and you look to the right of the structure, there's something jutting out there on the right above the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, that almost looks like a shuttle to me. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, we're yes, going to talk okay. about that. But, there's a there's a close up of that. Right. Oh, okay. All and right. I, yeah, I actually like I I think I know what it is. Okay. Um, it but, looks like a like a prequel uh, error type exactly, of exactly. That's what I thought as well. But it's you know what? It actually it belongs on Tatooine. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And the next photo shows us a close-up of the again, equally run-down fence that surrounds the whole perimeter of the marketplace. And it, it's got a this – is, this is so fantastic. It's got this warning sign, and it's using this imaginary language that was developed for – I think for Star Wars – was it for four or was it developed later? And it was, I know that for the special editions, they replaced some of the English texts, um, especially in the, at the Death Star with this kind of stuff. It might have been developed, I think, right after Star Wars or yeah, it's, somewhere it, around there. It's that classic, um, I forgot what the language uh, was called. It's, it's called Aurabesh, I think. Oh, Aurabesh. Yeah. Well, the cool thing of this is, of course, everybody's wondering what's on the what's on the sign. And well, I've been looking around on Reddit, and the redditors have found out that it actually says "warning," which uh-huh. makes sense because you know what? It, these uh, this fence seems to be uh, made out of copper wires, and that would explain why you have that shield generator or power generator sitting there because that might actually provide the the, the electrical current for this fence. However, I do again, I think that this was just part of the old, you know, configuration of the site that this might have been just a hut territory and it was uh shielded off from the rest of um of the region by this fence, but it's so run down and it's just been taken over by all these merchants and it's no longer uh it's no longer dangerous and these are just the remnants. But it's 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 amazing. This kind of detail is fantastic. And the fence, uh, even in the um, wider photos, you can clearly tell that it's not intact anymore. That it's it's uh, like some of the wires are broken and they're not there. And anyway, let's go to the next photo. This is another big panorama photo. Same set, some two extras in the foreground, lots of white jeeps on the left side, and what looks like some more buildings to the left. Um, tents. Uh, they look like smaller structures. Definitely set pieces. Not really. They don't seem to me like part of a, I don't know, a village for the actors or something. And um, on the very left part of this uh, panoramic photo, you see some black smoke, some clouds. And uh, on the right, behind those, in between those those white trucks, there again is this r- circular structure that to me looks like that same... Um, uh, shield shield generator. It's like this half it's demicircle. Uh, you see? Do you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there. And I'm I'm even wondering if it, it, could this be the circular thing that we saw in that um, uh, the alleged ATAT foot or is I don't know. I think it's way too big for that. Yeah. It's, it's much larger than the than the. Than it's the huge. Yeah. And it's all, but it's only one generator on Hoth. We saw several series of these generators so it, it it could explain why it's there's just one if it's just for the fence you know you don't you don't need a whole battery of these things right 
Um, then we have another photo of the same extra that we saw before. Um, this is almost in the same location, so um, I'm not sure if this is revealing anything else. There definitely is. You get a slightly clearer view of the of the elevated landscape in the background, um, but it's that is way too big. I'm thinking that there might be something behind it, but the more I look at it, the more I think that that might that might actually be the place where all the uh, the tents are for the for the for the crew, and that is why you have these big lamp lamp posts. It's basically because they will will be there for a couple of couple of days, and so you need to have lights uh, lights during the night as well. Um, the next photo shows some extras. This is um, <laughs> at first I thought this is inside one of those again underneath the, one of those market stalls. Uh, you see three extras. Uh, one of which the middle one is covered in some kind of yellow cloth or whatever. Um, but if I look at those orange sheets behind them, I'm thinking, could this be inside that, you know, that building? Could this be mm. on, this, on the first floor of that building? It definitely could be. Because you have these poles as well that seem to push out the... It's hard to tell because of the. It was taken on the inside, and 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 the, so a lot of the background is overblown. You can't really see any details. But this this could be part of the inside, which then would be a, a very cool set if they are actually going to use that part of the building. That would be visually at least very reminiscent of of uh, Jabba the Hutt's uh, barge. Even even though there might not be huts in this, but it would it would ooze uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm. Yep. Um, the second photo shows us uh, a slightly better lit version. Um, yeah, it's just extras with hats and some. It definitely has that brown color. The the sheets in, in behind them, but it's hard to tell if they're on the first floor or whether this is uh, elsewhere. Then we get another photo of the big engine. Not much else in this photo. Uh, and then we get another panoramic photo of uh, uh, this time showing us much more of that black smoke. And you see some of those brown tents that we only saw in the distance. Um, they look like market stands to me. Market yeah. stalls. Um, so what is your theory about this fire? Because it's, it's, you can actually see a fire, and this is big black smoke. Well, for me, there's there's two things possible here. I think either um, you often see in the third world that uh, people are burning things, they're burning tires, or just uh, for for you know heat, or in this case, you don't really need heat, but for whatever reason, trying to burn their burning garbage, and that they can be trying to evoke this idea of people burning garbage, and and it's a it's sort of a dirty place, and it and and it's um, in this marketplace, and that, and that sort of thing. Or uh, what what I was thinking before was this is going to be the site of some type of battle and something gets blown up here in this shot um, and that's the that's the smoke from it. Maybe, you know, shield generators are always getting blown up, so uh, maybe that's... Mm. You know what this immediately evoked when I saw this? The destruction of uh, the, the, uh, the, the homestead of, of Luke Skywalker. Right. Because when Luke arrives, you have that same billowing smoke rising up and there is another scene similar to this where um uh, c-3po is is uh, burning the corpses of the of the jawas that have been killed by sand people 
these shots are way too precise to be sand people. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking this is part of actually a scene. They're not just going to burn tires in the middle of, of nowhere uh, in Abu Dhabi. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is part of, of uh, the, the, perhaps done before or right after they've been filming. And if we see a race like uh, or a chase in the Tatooine scenes like I um, kind of uh, came up with uh, hypothetically in my, in my first draft of what the story could be about. If you want to hear that entire story and you're new to the show, you want, might want to listen to the previous episode for the, the kind of this first like draft, trying to piece together the story. Then, then this could be the result of uh, a vehicle crashing into another vehicle or I don't know, or just uh, if it's a chase, something gets blown up, bombarded. I, I have no idea. But it definitely looks to me like this is part of um, a part of a scene. Well, to be to be clear, I, I, that's what I was saying with the the garbage. Not so much that this is an uh, an Abu Dhabi thing, but that this would be uh, part of the set dressing. Right, 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 right. Burning in the smoke. Well, uh, and it, yeah, it, it just could also be just part of of uh, of the background in 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 and suggesting that this is just a dirty place and yep. there's just a fire in the background. But I'm leaning more toward your theory, which is that it's part. It's it's more important than just you know the the set dressing. That it is part of whatever a a, a action sequence is going to happen in this place. Yeah, I'm thinking you don't want to generate that much black smoke, which if it's just for background, you could you could use CGI for that. Exactly. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, the chat room suggests perhaps a Tuscan Raider attack aftermath. Hmm, could be. Let's go to the next photo. This one is getting really interesting because here we get a close-up of what we saw in the background of the uh, Pigosaurus, or still don't know how to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's this um, uh, element or this prop that looks like an escape pod to me. And there is another circular object to the left of it and, and some debris in front of it. Which kind of seems to suggest that this is not um, uh, an escape pod that is brand new and just crashed in on Tatooine, uh, but this might just be something much older, and it's just been put there and sold as scrap. Yeah, it looks looks like space junk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You can hardly sure. can hardly tell what it is, but it's definitely junk. Maybe maybe it's the escape pod from Episode Four. <laughs> How cool would that be? Uh, you know what? Why not? I'm not sure. You never know. Let me Google that real quick and see if there is a <laughs> if there is an uh, a resemblance. Escape pod, uh, droids, Tatooine. Let's see what that gives me in terms of photos. Uh, okay. I've, well, this is the Lego escape pod, but mm, you know what? Actually, it does look like it. Um, the escape pod has an opening on the side. Or it, no. Even if it's just like for like, you know, like a little nod or something like that or or just like, hey, look, you, yeah. know, you know, just something like that would be kind of neat, you know, just it, to kind of just see it laying around in like a pile of junk. <laughs> it seems to be a little bit too small for uh, the the pod um, with um, C-3PO and, and R2-D2 <coughs> was uh, more, was longer, was more right, elongated. Right. Mm-hmm. So this one seems to be right. very, very small, but definitely resembles it yeah it does it doesn't you never know (laughs) and the thing is the 
the the I've, I've always been a bit confused by the overall layout of that escape pod because um when we see it um flying towards Tatooine you can clearly see what it looks like right it's got this this uh, oval almost egg shaped with the four uh, engines but mm. then when it's landed and you see it in the background there there's this circular opening and it looks way smaller right you ever noticed that and it's just this this it's almost like there's a lid that has been taken out uh, taken off and that's how the droids got out but it it always was a bit to me, it's like, are we looking at the same object? Or is this just mm-hmm. something that they changed later on when they were shooting the special effects sequence? I don't know. I'm just confused. Perhaps we should have a, like a <laughs> episode four expert who could, uh, who could tell us. But anyway, it's, uh, it definitely, to me, is a confirmation that we're looking at a junkyard or um, possibly just a, another place where Jawas are selling uh, scrap metal. Now we get to that famous photo. This is actually one of the most beautiful photos of the entire set. This is taken ah. at uh, uh, in the evening. It's uh, definitely um, uh, probably the sun is setting, or this might be sunrise. You never know. Um, and we see this uh, strange rectangular. Um, I mean, at first I'm thinking this looks like uh, some of the. Um, Shuttles that we saw on Coruscant in uh, in the prequels, but uh, it's standing on two big uh, poles, and it seems to be part of the fence. It's definitely a gate. It's a gate. It's. Yeah. A gate. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that it's a. It's it, it possibly a, a dressed up gate. You know, when you go to like a junkyard, if you if you've ever been mm-hmm. to one, they'll take like pieces of cars and they'll decorate fences with it, and it's kind of. Probably along the same, you know, uh, vein as that. It where, seems to be where way, they just yeah. took this uh, this thing and said, "Hey, you know what? I think this would look great on like a gate," <laughs> and just you know, plopped it up there. That's that's <laughs> what you would think, and it looks uh, almost too fancy for a for a, a, a junkyard or for a for an old marketplace like what we see. However, this is what it actually is: the exact same gate is can be seen in the first concept art made by Rolf McQuarrie for George mm-hmm. Lucas when he was pitching the movie. And this was actually part of, uh, of, of Jabba the Hutt's palace. In ah. the, the, this was the big entrance gate. And I've got this photo. If you, if you um, Google um, Tatooine, Rolf McQuarrie, um, uh, Hutt Palace, you will see uh, two or three of of uh, designs that show exactly the same architecture and the same style. And there is one very famous photo, and, and it's so funny, that right after the TMZ photos were posted, StarWars.com on their Tumblr, they've got an official Tumblr, posted exactly this picture of the entrance gate to Jabba the Hutt's palace. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's stunning. And I was like, wow, this is so cool to see this homage to Rolf McQuarrie, who unfortunately is not, no longer uh, with us. But um, his concept art is, is so pervasive everywhere in, in, in 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. And uh, to, to see this, this visual homage, because it's, it's almost identical to what he has painted. 
I think it's awesome. And that that was, to me, kind of the support for my theory that we are looking at an old hut structure that is just abandoned by the huts and is now taken over by, you know, nomadic people and used as a as a marketplace. And that's why we have that those remains. This used to be a palace, but it's now a junkyard. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very, very cool. And, 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 and that's also why secretly I'm hoping that this building that we see will be enhanced later on digitally and we will see more structures in the background. Because if you look at the, the rest of the concept art um, of, of Jabba's palace, you see you know, like big towers and uh, there is a pencil drawing that he did um, that also shows... Uh, 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 the pal- what I think is the Palace of Jabba the Hutt. And it's very reminiscent of the building that we see. It's also circular, but there is, you know, it's it, there are there are towers on top of those structures. And so I, I think that this set is going to look way more impressive once it's completely, you know, um, finished uh, with CGI than it is currently. And in one of those photos... Or sorry, in one of those uh, drawings by uh, Rolf McQuarrie, you also see a parked um, uh, Jawa vehicle, uh, a sand crawler standing there. So it's not uncommon, at least in the way that that Rolf McQuarrie conceived this the, the the planet of Tatooine, that these Jawas are just you know wherever they can do business, that's where they will just come with their uh, sand crawlers, and they'll just. Un- off offload all their junk and scrap metal and and broken droids and try to try to make a buck. So I'm thinking uh, perhaps we will we will see even a sand crawler um, that would be a little bit expensive to build, but um, you know that perhaps digitally they can put it in the background. And uh, another interesting uh, painting that uh, Rolf McQuarrie made was that of a. Um, kind of looks like a, a tent structure. It's the, the 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 painting, and you can Google this if uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have the the, the pictures in front of you. Um, and and you see what looks like almost a a, a place or a, a junkyard, but the junk, the space junk, is protected from the sun or from the elements on Tatooine by a um, sort of tent, a yellow tent. So. I don't know. It just all looks very much uh, uh, like the stuff that we see here. Um, all right. Let me go back to the TMZ thing. But it looks spectacular, especially like that in the sunset or at sunrise. It's The fact that it's all real, real props, it's, it's something that I, I did not expect for this movie. We got another panoramic photo of uh, th- I think this is actually um, a photo taken from far away of the of the market set, don't you yeah. think? Yes. This must be where where J.J. Abrams was standing, um, right, but the, but but we can see it's pretty big. Mm. And there is a, another kind of like a bigger structure on the right. This this is a huge set, so I'm thinking the scenes that take place on Tatooine at the market must be important because otherwise it, why would you build such a huge set that on the right side of the photo it places it um the photographer is standing inside the gate if we once we go to the next photo we'll see that same pipe it'll be on the left oh side. yeah yeah indeed 
as uh, sort of the dual shots together. So we can we're kind of getting an idea of where things are. If we kind of mm, yeah, you're right. Each thing in the in the photo, we're kind of getting an idea of how big this set is and where everything is on this set. I think it, these photos were probably taken while the photographer was standing with his back to the to the the Hutties building. Yes, something like that. It's amazing. I, I I expected them to build something in in Abu Dhabi, but I I just had no idea it would be this big. It's <laughs> huge, and uh, you can clearly see the fence in the second picture, um, partially run down, and wires are missing. Um, the next picture also shows um, the gate and some more scrap stuff sitting there. And then the the ne- this this the next picture was even more exciting to me. Because it shows you the first uh, moisture evaporator, um, and and it's just standing there. And to me, that is so iconic for Tatooine. Um, and I, I I was almost certain that we would get to see these moisture evaporators, but to see one just standing there, it's like, oh, that's Tatooine. It's there, <laughs> and you see that huge. Uh, big what is it like this column of smoke rising from the right side of the picture mm-hmm. and there is a someone walking on a on a road on the left and and, and for a for a second i was like is that luke skywalker <laughs> i was thinking the same thing <laughs> it's hard to tell it's too blurry and it's uh you know the, the you resolution zoom in of- a little bit and he he does look you know he's got the white That's you know thing on, on and the tan pants you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. It's it, it, if it's just an extra, or you know, this might be our first glimpse of one of the main actors. Mm. It does look very, very cool. And and this, um, you see more um, uh, structures in the background. These pipes, and they seem to 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 come. F- they rise up from the sand and then connect it on the top. You see another one in the distance. It's almost as if there is like, I don't know, a place where they would have oil or what i'm not sure what we're looking at so father i can if i could just make a suggestion we're yeah. we're happy through these photos uh-huh <laughs> we're an hour in just a uh, if we could uh if we could move forward because i really want to get to the the millennium uh or the, uh, the, the that thing big, <laughs> big reveal at the end that everyone knows is coming you're right oh is it already an hour oh my gosh yeah let's just move forward through to <laughs> To, this is working out to be a three-hour show. Yes, yeah, that's the risk. Well, who, I could do that. <laughs> who, who thought we would get sixty photos? <laughs> uh, just browsing through the other set photos here, more tents. Um, we see the black guy very much uh, again, Darth Vader-ish to me, um, wearing sunglasses. And there's this kind of mirror standing there in the sand. This is not a set piece, but it's used to reflect the sunlight in order to light certain characters. Um, and in the background, not one, but two shield generators buried in the sand, which makes me think, is this, is this part of the original premises of the huts or is it something that they sell? It looks a little bit too big to sell actually. Mm. Anyway, uh, more market stands, more actors, more photos, uh, panoramic photos from the the building, the hut building, and again, a pretty good view of of that escape pod. I'm pretty sure it's an escape pod. I'm just not sure if it has any you know important function in the um, in the in the movie itself. 
you see a crane that is lifting up a big object, almost like a cigar-shaped object. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, now that I think of it, it I, I actually I think what it is carrying is that uh, mesh, you know, that 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 camouflage type of thing, of which I'm thinking it is probably to create a certain a, a specific lighting effect. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's and and the fact that it's a crane, it's probably used just for certain scenes, just to cover everyone from the from the direct sunlight and still letting some of the sun through. Mm-hmm. All right, then we go to some more close-ups of uh, pipes in the ground. Uh, another beautiful shot of the of the entrance gate. Um, some extras, <laughs> or at least one extra. This lady. Uh, and blonde-haired lady, and she's carrying, I think, what she's supposed to have on her head normally, and it looks very warm. <laughs> the fellow standing next to her is carrying cooling bags, so he must be the she's oh. latex head, and so he's probably the coolant technician for her. Well, and he himself is also wearing this blue cooling pack on his chest, so perhaps he's just also one of the extras who's, who's going to be in, in the costume. He's got something in his uh, left hand that may, may be part of a costume, so yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's probably how they cool these actors. They have these, uh, it's almost like um, uh, bulletproof vests, but yep. then it's it's just cool cooling material. Very similar to what astronauts wear, I understand. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. I think that's probably something that they didn't have when they were shooting the original movies, oh. but it must it must help. <laughs> Another great photo of that same lady, uh, same costume. The costume itself looks fantastic, very much like Sand People gear. Um, and then we get this strange picture of a whole bunch of extras walking, and it, it looks to me as if it's uh, the wind is is uh, is picking up there. Yes. Um, Perhaps a sandstorm. That would be very classic <laughs> because you have these uh, sandstorms have always been part of the Tatooine disasters in Tunisia while they were f- filming the original uh, Star Wars 4, but also when they were trying to film um, The Phantom Menace. In both cases, they, they were surprised by a sandstorm. It didn't happen for this one yet? I don't think so. Okay. The next photo is awesome, two extras, and the left one in his hands carries this mask, which immediately kind of evoked it's it's not the same mask but it definitely made me think of the bounty hunter the the boosh mask that leia right. the princess leia wears when she's going to uh uh free han solo um it's got the goggles and everything and it looks just classic star wars um another photo of the extras and a better look at um uh what looks like a shed almost um Probably, I mean, this could be part of a farm, or it could be again. It, it's it's kind of run down, so it could be could have been part of the original hut palace. Um, very detailed, um, as are the costumes of the extras. Here's some more extras smiling at the camera, looking very relaxed, not afraid at all of any NDA breach of contract. And then we've got a photo of a black. Person, I'm not sure if this is a woman or a man. I think it's a man, um, and I think we've seen this this person walking around in the background in the J.J. Abrams video, uh, with a very elaborate black hat with uh, at least three or four protrusions, standing next to um, a a yellow crane and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Probably not going to be in the movie. Um, <laughs> the next extra has this strange-looking yellow suit. 
could be an astronaut, could definitely something that that could could be part of uh, the cantina scenes as well. Um, and and more close-ups of the this is all the marketplace, and it's it's very similar to what we already saw in um, in the in the the video with the JJ Abrams. Um, there is one photo of the palace which shows that pole of which I said perhaps it's an antenna, but this time you see that there is actually a banner hanging from it or some kind of like a like almost like a flag thing, an ornamentation. Mm. So this this could be part of what you would normally see on a you know a, a an old car, uh, a car yard or something like that. It's just to kind of kind of make it look more festive, if that is possible on Tatooine. Yeah. And more extras and another moisture evaporator in the background. These seem to be slightly different from the ones that we saw on um, on uh, the uh, the farm, uh, the Beru farm. Uh, these these seem to be different models. Uh, and also another shot of the of of a, one of those shield generators in the background. More shots of extras. Another close up of the of the smoke. And there's definitely a big fire in the background there. It almost looks like they're burning tires. And that's that's the final photo uh, of this forty photo set of Abu Dhabi. And now, without further ado, let's go to. Well, perhaps an even more impressive, definitely even more exciting series of photos. And Dom, you'd already kind of broken the news. <laughs> what are we looking at? It's not a piece of junk. <laughs> oh, it's the most beautiful hunk of junk in the galaxy. It's the Millennium Falcon. What was your first reaction when you saw this? Uh, I said, how could there be any doubt? <laughs> <laughs> We have to have the Millennium Falcon. We we talked about that before. You know, we have to have the Falcon in in this movie. Just just like we, we you know some of the elements that that just make it uh, into Star Wars, and and the Falcon is one of them. It's 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 one of the characters. It's part of the cast. Yes, you, you have to have it, and uh, I'm just so pleased to see it. I, I can't imagine J.J. Abrams like like we've always said is a huge Star Wars nerd. If you could build your own Millennium Falcon at full size, wouldn't you? Of course. Uh, uh, I, I have a feeling this is going to end up in his backyard after the filming is done. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fine. <laughs> what was your reaction, Mike, when you saw this? Uh, a geek tear welled up in my eye when I saw this. I, uh, I, 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 you know, to Dom's point, it, 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 the Falcon is a character in the movie, and there's just no way you can fake that with uh, CGI. You have to build it. So. Exactly. It it has to be there, and uh, it's it's uh, it's beautiful. I'm 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 like, like I said before, I'm like really really excited. Uh, more so than I was probably for the prequels, if you can believe that. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, yeah, it's just uh, I can't wait to see where this thing goes. <laughs> the the photo that they posted on the the the, the main photo for the article shows you uh, a kind of a blurry photo of uh, of the Falcon being constructed, and this of course is in Pinewood Studios in uh, in London, um, and then underneath uh, a still from uh, Star Wars Four. Uh, where you see this entire Millennium Falcon, and it's ex almost exactly the same perspective, um, which also enables us to uh, do a close comparison. And are we really looking at the Falcon? Because I have to say that if you compare both photos, there seems to have been some changes, or the thing at least has gone through a car wash, because the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the current Millennium Falcon looks a little bit less dirty. And there is, uh, if you look at the cockpit module, 
there is this darker plate, which is not there in the original Falcon. Um, so is this suggesting that um, there have been some modifications, the thing has been patched up, or are they just doing a, an approximation? It's been 35 years. I could see that uh, they've, they've probably... I think, I mean, that's always been part of the mystique you know, with Chewbacca and Han is, you know, Chewbacca's constantly making modifications and fixing things. Mm -hmm. and for 35 years, the Falcon has probably been through several more adventures. Yes. Had, had a few, you know, hull plates knocked off here and there and replaced. So I think it would be, I, I think it would be best, you know, for the story uh, portion, you know, for, for, mm -hmm. as far as the story goes, is if the Falcon is not exactly down to the streaks of dirt the yes. same. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking too. Isn't it? Now the the rest of that series shows us. It, it, we're talking again about about twenty photos of um, of the this construction site, and and the, we knew, we heard, we had no confirmation, but we heard that they were building the Falcon, a full size model. Now we're looking at those photos. Of course, since they are already uh, uh, not, they're no longer filming in Abu Dhabi right now, as we speak. They are filming in London with the official cast, including Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. So we are looking at old photos that have just been released. And I'm thinking TMZ did not need this scoop. Um, and and so, our, is, is again, I, I keep thinking this is just all part of the plan. This well, is just to make us excited. Father, I think it does tell us something about the story, by the way, the fact that this is being built on the set in Pinewood Studios and not in Abu Dhabi, or at okay. least pictures of Abu Dhabi, is it that the Falcon doesn't go to uh, Tatooine? No, nah, I don't agree. <laughs> I mean, the Falcon, even in, in, uh, in Star Wars 4, they didn't build the Falcon in, in Tunisia. They didn't, didn't have to because it was just sitting in a hangar. And so I'm thinking this is just part of, uh, you know, they might they, the, the set in Abu Dhabi might not be uh, Mos Eisley. It might, might just be some random smaller village or, or site and landed most likely or some other town and then drive out to this this distant site yeah i mm -hmm. think so or this is where they might meet the current pilots of uh, of the millennium falcon and they will just bring them to i don't know there, there's got to be some journey taking place on tatooine you have to go from one place to another there's a lot of traveling in every time we go to tatooine and so thinking if this is uh, tatooine is probably going to be at least 15 or 20 minutes of the movie right Otherwise, you won't you won't go into so much detail. So right. I'm thinking that, that this, this totally still is possible that this this Millennium Falcon is just in a hangar or somewhere, just sitting or hiding even. Um, but I'm I'm just browsing through these photos and just seeing the cockpit, and it's full size and it ah, it looks so cool. Um, and uh, there, there are lots of other props on the floor, and it's, it's uh, machinery. It's, it's, uh, they look like panels of, on the inside. Or, or these might be the... No, actually, I think what I know what this is. This is the, 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 the decoration or this, the stuff that is, you know, that, that middle part of the Millennium Falcon. We see all the valves and, and, and wiring. Um, and they still have to attach that because right now the, the first photos only show is the underside of the Falcon being ready. You see part of the ramp and you see the cockpit module. Now, the, this photo, it's number four of 22 that I'm looking at, is fantastic because I think it shows us the circular um, corridors of the Millennium Falcon, don't you think? Yes, definitely. 
I wonder if we'll see parts of the Falcon that we haven't seen before, you know? Mm, that'd um, be interesting. Yeah. It's definitely still in early stages of construction because it looks way too new. Um, that, that blue kind of window that you see there or that, that, that set piece, it's, it's, it, it looks to me as if that they have to still fill that with a screen or something like that, but it's all freshly painted and it still needs to be, um, you know, kind of weathered down. Yeah, right, dirtied up. <laughs> it's, it's cool to see that they do this entire, you know, circular corridor, which, uh, again, uh, to me tells me that we're going to see quite a few scenes on the inside of the Millennium Falcon, and there's going to be, you know, walking around, and it's, ah, you can't do this in, 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 uh, in CGI, I think. Uh, is it too early for me to say I can't wait to see the DVD extras? <laughs> <sighs> I wish I, I was there. You know what? I think somebody, uh, you know, one of the new people in the movie definitely has to, like, you know, steal dad's car or something like that and just go, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> cruising around the universe. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. That that corridor, it's all made out of plywood. That is the only downside of, of course, it's a set piece. So will this survive? Uh, will they keep this instead of it's, it's always so frustrating to hear that they are destroying set pieces they did that with Star Trek and with a, well, a lot of the movies I, would it be possible to to preserve this this whole thing you'd need to disassemble it completely and it all seems to be you know kind of re- constructed on the spot but not in a way that you can take it apart and take it home <laughs> Let's start a Kickstarter to preserve oh, it. <laughs> that's going to be the most successful Kickstarter ever. <laughs> it's very cool. The, the whole place seems to be abandoned, by the way, which could um, strengthen the theory that these are spy photos. And this is just taken during a lunch break because you don't see any people working. Or in the middle of the night. Ah, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yes. That could be. Yes. A lot of these photos show kind of the same... Uh, details of the of the corridor, the internal corridor of the Millennium Falcon. But then we get number nine of twenty two, and when I saw that, I was geeking out just as much as when I saw the Millennium Falcon because yeah. this is an X wing fighter. <laughs> is it? A, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to see X wing fighters. We're probably going to see Luke's X wing. I mean, I'm going to guess that 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 Luke still flies an X wing. He's old school. You know, the, he's gonna he's gonna keep flying the thing that he likes. Um, I'm sure there are new sorts of fighters or whatever out there in the in the galaxy, but Luke still flies an X-wing. But, but let's let's talk a bit about the co- the, p- the potential consequences of these two props in the same space because I think we're looking at the same thing. It, does this mean that we will get to see a scene where Luke arrives in his X-wing fighter and we have the Millennium Falcon? Sitting there with Han Definitely. Solo and and Chewie, how cool would that be? We've never seen those two on the ground together. Well, how we, could we've you not seen... have them? <laughs> but the, you the, have the, to. This is almost like the the, the Hoth uh, set where you had the Millennium Falcon that was being right. repaired, and then you had all these X-wing fighters and others. Spe- well, I'm not even sure if there was an X-wing fighter. I think there was. I think Yavin Four is the one where we had yeah. X-wings and the and <sighs> all, all in one place too. Uh, Unbelievable. It, it, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to. I mean, can we get a space battle where, you know, Luke and his X-wing and Han in the in the Falcon and they're flying around blasting? Well, let's let's go all in and say Tie Fighters out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have these two, you need to have Tie Fighters, right? Exactly. 
Holy cow, Definitely. this is so amazing. The only thing that, that is a bit strange to me is that, and this could just be the way in which the photo is taken, but it's almost as if the snout of the X-Wing fighter is not long enough. I mean, wasn't it wasn't it slightly more uh, elongated, the X-Wing fighter? I'm looking at photos, and I mean... It might be just the angle. I'm like, yeah, it's it's it's. it's but what what I'm thinking is is probably because the the thing looks a bit too too smooth. It it lacks that that protrusion on the on the front of the X-wing fighter. You know, the, the like the. Oh yeah, the little box like thing. Yeah, could... the kind of the shield or whatever it is. There there is something normally. Uh, so this might just be a very early um, stage of 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 the composition of this X-wing fighter. Sure. But oh my gosh, I was I was geeking out when I saw this. It's so cool, <laughs> and it's, it's got everything. And then it, it, there's this other photo where you see, uh, and and it looks even weirder in this photo, this number ten of twenty two, where I think we're looking at the whole thing from an angle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you see the wings, and then in the foreground you see all these props, and I'm thinking several X-wing fighters actually when I see this. The uh, yeah. it's a sort of um. Um, uh, pentagon-shaped object there in the foreground that looks a lot like the back end, like what the what the back end of the X-wing looks like. Um, uh, it's hmm. it's kind of hard to describe. So there's a couple of scoop-like things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right, mic. I see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's entirely possible. Oh, that you're the- right. Yes, yeah. That that that's kind of the 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 almost square background of the of the of the core of the of an X-wing fighter. You're right. That's right. You're right, and there are two. I I count at least two. <laughs> so I'm thinking they're they're building several X-wing fighters. Which, well, and, and those uh, those oh those, those brown ones uh, things. Those are the body of an X-wing. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, again, could this could this support my theory that the we're going to see a, a a space battle at the end? Featuring X-Wing fighters, probably also featuring the Millennium Falcon that is very reminiscent, almost like a parallel battle um, compared to the one that we see in A New Hope. But this time I'm thinking, yeah, we might see Luke Skywalker in an X-Wing fighter, but I'm thinking, wouldn't it be much more appropriate if we would see Leia's daughter in an X-Wing fighter? That would be interesting. And then Han Solo perhaps having to save her Mm. from someone who is in a, a TIE fighter. Could that be... You know, his son. <laughs> this time, I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> would be a little bit too much a family of a family reunion. But the th- the fact that the, we we see elements for more X-wing fighters, to me, is much more like there. There's got to be a base. There's got to be a. Right. This, this is this is for in preparation for for a fight. You can't show us X-wing fighters without showing us a battle, right? That would be too cruel to just have this be backdrop things. <laughs> It's like Chekhov's rule for the the Russian uh, uh, writer Chekhov. If you show a gun in the first act, it must be fired by the end yes. of the second. Yes, and it's even more true for X-wing fighters. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing. Again, you could ask yourself the question: Why X-wing fighters? We're uh, we're we're thirty years after A New Hope. But I guess these are just um, the the Volkswagen Beetles, right, of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to go fast forward to uh, to photo number thirteen of twenty two, and this is again, uh, it's, it's so exciting because th- what does this remind you of? These 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 slanted structures, very smooth. It's it looks like the interior of a of a Death Star. It was reminds exactly. you that's exactly. That yep. 
This looks imperial to me. And it's something that we've seen on the inside of the of the of the Star Destroyers, of the Death Star. We've seen similar structures also, or at least slightly similar structures in the um, Trade Federation ships. But this this oozes architecture that belongs to the evil dudes because it's not run down. It's smooth. And then then George Lucas always used this this opposition between the run down stuff of the rebels and then that smooth, very sleek, expensive architecture of the Empire. But it's big. Do you see how huge that is? It's almost like a hangar again. Mm. But this time it might be a, a... Imperial, or how can it be imperial? The empire is not there anymore. Well, it could be used by the Republic. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's like a ton of stuff that's like, you know, just confiscated, hang, just hanging around, you know, <laughs> start destroyer and slap a Republic, uh, you know, logo on it. And now right there, you them. go. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It looks a little bit dirty, like that piece, um, uh, in the in the in the foreground, uh, looks a little bit, you know. No, dingy and i yeah the I think, republic really no, doesn't think, take care of their stuff you know i think it's not dirty <laughs> actually it's still unpainted uh, they've oh, painted oh, the okay. side of it this is wood this is all oh, made out of wood so right. they, they still okay. have to paint it in in uh, in gray so yeah. that it looks like metal but it's it, again it's a huge set and it's all physical this is, they could have done this with with cgi but they chose not to yeah how cool is that i mean that you you'd think that this would cost a fortune well, yet, look who you're talking about here. You, I mean, you're talking about Disney, and they I have. No, I know, but the budget for <laughs> these movies isn't that big. It's, 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 it's. I think it's even uh, less but you than, know what? than what on they spend on the Avengers, one, especially you know, especially that it's not like you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, the the fact that Disney is involved. I'm wondering if fans might be a little bit wary you know about that you know mm-hmm. that that it's somehow going to get ruined or tainted so i'm just i i mean i could easily see them you know spending a little extra money on this one just to make sure that they're getting at least the first one right yes. and they're coming out strong you know yes absolutely uh, for the fan base <clears throat> well and then the props of course all that is is uh it's making it real but it's also fantastic for, for right. photo ops for you know for, <laughs> i don't know what kind of uh museums they're planning to make <laughs> but this this is the kind of stuff you want to save just like Definitely. that that big there there he is again the crocosaurus or the the pigo the pigo fant um but this time it's still under construction it's and and it's been partially painted it looks smaller here than the, what we saw on the abu dhabi set maybe it's a baby <laughs> 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 or perhaps it's just another perspective, but it is, yeah. um, and it's it's sitting on top of a uh, again a car cart or something that 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 helps it trottle along. What this, you know, this could actually be a, a replica. This might not be the same animal, but it right. it could indicate that some of the stuff, some of the Tatooine stuff, will be shot on on location in in uh, in Abu Dhabi, and and other scenes will be taking place in London. You can see that it's hanging from some chains as yes. well. The body. Yes. Uh, that to me, may, me makes me think that maybe it is going this this particular piece as opposed to maybe the other piece. But this particular piece will be moving around, and mm. then they'll, they'll oh, slip. of course, yeah, almost like a marionette. Yeah. And so they're supporting it, and there will be people on the inside in the legs, and mm. oh, that's a good point. 
That's a good point, and that might actually explain why that is that snout is more elevated now. Yeah, and it's it's sitting on top of uh, the, you know this construction with wheels, so they might actually move it. That's a very good point, and they will just remove the 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 chains and the and the thing after afterwards, and then we could actually see this moving around. Yeah, I think you're onto something. That's my thought. How cool could be? <laughs> it looks very different in color as well as as the one that we saw in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, the, the one brown and... in the sun, it was all like almost uniformly gray, but this has a lot more uh, gradation of color, almost yeah. like a like a, whatever it is that f- its forehead is made of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it stains this, his snout with yep. you know type of secretion. So um, I don't know if it's just a trick of the lighting uh, from the the outdoor set versus indoors, but mm-hmm. uh, it does have a different look to it. Yep. Very cool. I love the close-ups, and you see the detail. The snout is even covered in hair. Yeah, just like a pig cool. snout. That is so <laughs> awesome. It looks looks almost eerily like if this is part of the uh, an intergalactic petting zoo. This would not like, be perhaps to Tatooine kids. This might be highly pettable, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> I hope it's not going to sneeze. <laughs> close up, that's for sure. The other photos show us much more of this uh, monster, and um, it even shows us that the head can be removed from the from the torso so that the um, operators can get inside. And there is another photo that shows us just a snout on top of this uh, of this metal carriage. Pretty cool. And then you've got the body on the inside. It's completely black and, and uh, yeah. I wonder what is going to move exactly. Um, but if there are five operators, I'm thinking four legs and and one head up operator. Mm. It's, almost, it. it's almost as big as Jabba the Hutt's uh, prop mm-hmm. in Empire. But it looks way too gentle and too kind to be of any menace. <laughs> so, Agreed. yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, that was the final f- set of photos. Oh, my goodness. D- overall reaction. How do you feel as a Star Wars fan, Mike? Uh, again, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just floored by, uh, the, the, uh, um, uh, uh scale and, uh, of, uh, some of these photos. And, um, uh, again, I, I'm just, I didn't think I was going to get that excited for a new Star Wars, especially after the, the prequels, um, you know, uh, I don't want to get into that here, but, <laughs> you know, um, I was like, eh, okay, but you know, after seeing after seeing uh, uh, some of these photos and the fact that J.J. Abrams is a fellow geek, you know, uh, and, and a, a big Star Wars fan, I'm excited again. Um, I think uh, I think we got I think we may have something good on our hands here, and uh, I, I can't wait for I just can't wait for it to be released. Oh yeah. <laughs> More than a year to go. Dom, there is one other reason to be excited about this upcoming Star Wars movie, and that is the quality of the actors that they've been able to contract for uh, for at least the first movie. Um, tell us about the, 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 the press release concerning the two female actors that have so been this, cast. This is big. Uh, uh, th- there's two very, very high-profile actresses. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o, who is an Academy Award winner, uh, was in the movie 12 Years a Slave. 
Um, beautiful woman, uh, well well known around the world for uh, for, for just how, how uh, I think she's been on several lists of you know most beautiful women sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Very graceful. Uh, so she's going to be joining the cast, and then Gwendolyn Christie, which people may not know her by that name, but if anyone watches the, the TV series Game of Thrones, she's Brienne of Tarth, and this is a woman of stature. And when I say stature, I mean physical stature. Really, she's very tall. Uh huh. And physically imposing in the in Game of Thrones, she plays um, a woman who is a, a warrior. Uh, mm. So she's 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 Ooh. taller and uh, than most of the other actors. I'm not sure actually what her actual height is, and maybe IMDb has it. But uh, oh, okay. But uh, so uh, could this be a Sith lady? I it, was thinking the same thing. Yeah, uh, I was saying the one that the, the thing that kind of struck me uh, when I saw her was I thought of the character from the Clone Wars, uh, Ventress. Who mm. works for uh, Palpatine? Now, in Clone Wars, the cartoon, Ventress is almost skeletal, skeletally skinny, and that's, yes. that's described yes. Brienne's. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Gwendolyn Christie's uh, uh, body structure. But you know, it's cartoon versus movie. They maybe they'll make some allowances for that. Um, but she really has a little bit of that look, so maybe something like that. But um, uh, it'll be interesting. Interesting also that they. It, because we're just hearing about their casting now, they probably weren't in the Abu Dhabi scenes. Mm-hmm. So they're so how that puts them in the in the overall story arc. They're probably not part of the early part of the Tatooine stuff. Um, so the so you know where they fall in the story. Otherwise, that's that's still an open question. But it should be interesting to find out as as we go through this. Well, and Lupita Nyong'o has won a, a, an Academy Award. As yeah. best supporting actress in Twelve Years a Slave, so that is a f- super high profile actress, and her name has been rumored for for months. Um, but the fact that they contracted her, it's obvious that she's going to have a, a very important role. You're not going to get a, an actress of that stature and give her like a, a um, like a, a, a background character. So right. I'm, I'm thinking, could could she? Is it could she be um, a Boyega's sister, for instance? Or... Well, certainly from a from an appearance standpoint, she could be. Uh, there's also several of those we we've talked about them over and over again. Those those casting notes, and there's a couple of those um, female roles that have been that were were listed that she could uh, certainly work uh, work with. Uh, I like the fact that there was some early criticism that we had only one uh, female actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daisy Ridley, yeah. and now we're getting a, a a bigger, a little more diverse cast here uh, with a, a few more female roles. I like that; it creates a little balance. Uh, we balance in the force is always good. And uh, <laughs> well, I, I and I, I keep thinking, you know what? Um, we're still thinking along the lines of the classic Star Wars universe that we know, but we also have heard from J.J. Abrams; he wants to take the story to places that we are unfamiliar with, and so perhaps uh, a character played by Gwendolyn Christie. She might not be Sith. She might be, I don't know, perhaps leading the new empire or, or be uh, uh, like a military figure um, or some royalty who is, who is uh, I don't know, to, could, could go anyway. And, and then the, I'd, I'd still believe that w- the Sith will be somehow in part of the story, this ancient fear. If that is truly the, the draft title for this, uh, for this movie. Then I'm thinking, you know, yeah, old, uh, an old Jedi master who, 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 yeah, you, you posted a theory about that Dom uh, on on Facebook, I think, of this very, very intricate 
um, theory about the uh, a Sith Lord who could uh, actually Darth Plague is right that that um, yeah. Star Wars News, Star Wars Seven News dot com, uh, linked to a theory that someone had, uh, had about Darth Plagueis, who is mentioned by uh, Palpatine in yeah. a scene to with Anakin, the horrible opera scene oh, with yes. those bubbles in the background, where he's like, "What, what, what, <laughs> what were they on when they designed that?" <laughs> This is probably why I forgot all about that oh. later. So Darth Pelagius is from the movie, so yes. that's that's a, that's a key element that it's it's still canon. Um, and he he says that Darth Pelagius, uh, how exactly did he put it? He was able to generate life. Could right. generate life from nothing. And then I thought to myself, and, and I I can't understand why I didn't think of this before, like Anakin, who had no father mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. it. So could Darth Pelagius be Anakin's father? Uh, in the, in that sense, and to to generate his you know life where there was no life, and thus making him Luke's grandfather, and, you know, and, and so there's this interesting question out there. This this Darth Plague just keeps oh, coming boy, up. Oh boy, why. Luke, I am your grandfather. No. <laughs> so. We don't know what happened to Darth Plagueis. Where we presume that he, um, he was Palpatine's master. Yeah, and- Palpatine seems to suggest that he killed Plagueis. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. But of course, if he's conquered death, and uh-huh. because you know the Jedi have conquered death yes. In, and yes. by becoming Force ghosts, well, do the Sith have a something similar uh, that, of course, would be you know evil as opposed to good? Um, that, so there's some interesting questions about how uh, you know. Darth Plagueis may be involved, or something like that may be involved, and in what his connection is. And then, of course, there was a book uh, that was yeah. written about Darth Plagueis that's part mm-hmm. of the expanded universe. And again, we don't know how that connects to canon, since the character's canon, but the book. But w- one of the key aspects there is, is we know that um, George Lucas was very much involved in the writing and the plotting of that book, more so than any of the other expanded universe books. Okay. Uh, the author has talked about that. So, which book was that? Uh, the the book Darth Pelagius. Uh, I think. That's oh right. It, okay. Um, I think that's the actual title, and uh, I, I one of the ones I haven't read. Uh, but if so, that would suggest that Lucas had something more in mind for Darth Pelagius than simply this being the the slain master of Palpatine. Mm, fascinating. I'm sure that that will make for an interesting topic in one of our future shows, but for now it's really time to wrap up. One hour, 41 minutes. It's a record duration for this show, but I hope that you all enjoyed it. And of course, you know, this is this is the, the, perfect, the perfect material for uh, this kind of show. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Mike and Dom for joining me today here on the show. Go to our website, secretstarwars.com for our previous episodes, and leave us a review on iTunes if you have a, a moment that would certainly help us find more listeners to this podcast. Thanks for listening, and as always... May the Force be with you. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.